glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Musical loudest, nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch Alright, four, three, two, and as I was just saying, ladies and gentlemen, um, like I said, check out episode one of Severely Open-Minded. Um, episode one features uh, a very special guest, uh, Mario Nakamura, for the very first episode. We have a couple of people lined up and, and penciled in for the next few guests. Um, the next episode's going to be later on this week, too, so uh, for those who just joined us on... Um, audio feed ladies and gentlemen um like i said we're live with episode 351 of kicking it with the king it's your host gabriel hernandez as always follow me on twitter instagram pretty much if you click the link in my bio on instagram you can go directly to uh everything all my social medias and all of the above ladies and gentlemen so like i said thank you all for joining us here on this great show um and like i said it's a saturday um i've been finding it hard to wake up the past few days a lot more yesterday i probably slept until about literally got my ass up probably about like 2 p.m and that's late as fuck for me usually considering the fact that i used to wake up super fucking early and shit like that you know what i mean like it's super fucking early and uh you know i'm just not used to to having a to wake up you know what i mean like wake up like you know when you have jobs and shit like that you gotta uh you gotta attend to some people work the morning shift some people work mid and uh some people work afternoon so you know what i mean uh it just depends on what fits your schedule and if you have kids if you have families if you're trying to see your your girlfriend or have enough time to see everybody you know what i mean it's, it's a different um it's a different kind of uh what's it called um different kind of, this depends on your scenario depends on the availability depends on the job you know what i mean i'm not here to get, give people job advice and stuff and by the way you look look over my shoulder for a very long time for probably about a couple probably at least 20 plus podcasts now um we've had this banner in the back and it's been uh iron man and it was just very basic like i looked at the wall ladies and gentlemen we got a lot of stuff to tell you guys so we completely like redesign well redesign i redesigned my whole entire room and cleaned up my room has been so dirty over the years man it's like a teenager's room so you know like said trash on the floor um old fast food bags and shit you know and when you look under my bed i'm like damn there's hella bottles under here not alcohol bottles ladies and gentlemen you wish um it was uh like water bottles like half uh what is it half 
drank water bottles and stuff so i completely cleaned all that up if you can see and check in the background i got a brand new uh banner on the back it says in a world what does it say in a world of roses be a weed you see that in the background that that's so sick and there's more to come on the on the wall there too if you if you uh, audios won't be able to listen and or check this out but uh check out that shit oh, that shit's so cool here we go like the one right in front of us too so we remodeled it there's a hall of fame right there all that and everything's a lot more uh remastered so i mean i'm i'm excited for that uh the remaster and remodel a lot of my packages did come early too so like i said you stuck people get stuck on and addicted to ordering packages ordering things online it's so addictive because you literally got your phone right here slide to pay are you kidding me like i can literally just slide this to pay it and all of a sudden you got packages coming to your house i think i have about probably four more packages left to come here of different shit i wanted to get a lot of shit for the um for the room considering the fact that i did make it look a lot different did we essentially do like a remodel and stuff got the windows open right here ladies and gentlemen but yeah so i done a re doing a remodel um and uh yeah and like i said it's my it's my sanctuary it's my place of peace it's my place to relax when i'm not at uh at work and stuff so i mean obviously like i said that's got to be something that lots of people have absolutely you know looks cool and stuff i like it especially like a lot of the um shit that i bought a lot of the shit that i did buy was just essential things that i've been wanting to get for a while but you know i kind of was motivated by seeing like the reconstruction that my brother um made in his room and you know other couple family members and stuff i'm like you know what I'm going to use, you know, like the last two days, I had the last two days off, right? Um, I did talk about that. That's when we did the brand new episode of um, Severely Open Minded too. And by the way, the episode two coming up will be um, focused and featured on relationships, um, the handling of the COVID pandemic in your mind. So meaning like how I'm going to ask questions like, like for the next guest, how did you respond what was it like for you? Did you have any close relatives and shit like that? We're gonna we're gonna cover things like that, and no, not say like that's not gonna be the entire base of the podcast, specifically for episode two though, and then we're gonna have episode three, four, five, six, and go on, and throughout the time from the first podcast to the next one, each between each podcast, um, it's gonna be like different topics. We're gonna think about different topics and stuff. So. Um, it will be cool, man. I'm really excited for that those episodes. Like I said, thank you for those who did tune in for the first episode. It wasn't live. Um, it wasn't on live on Instagram and stuff like that. And I haven't actually been, um, feels like I haven't been here on Instagram live in a while. So, uh, it's good to be back here. And, um, like I said, uh, lots of good stuff coming up. Um, like you said, on my days off, I just really cleaned and relaxed. And, uh, other than that, man, I had a couple of nice bottles of, of Jameson cause good God. And you know, when you, you know, you're fucked up when you don't remember when you go to sleep and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's been pretty crazy. Yesterday was a hell of a day. Like yesterday was one of those days that you wanted it to be over. Like I wanted this day to 
be over and it doesn't help when you have a fucking crazy ass headache you know like you ever get you ever get those headaches where um like you get the headaches where it's like you want to rub your temples and let me just tell you like something weird that i've tried when it comes to uh like what is it when it comes to headaches and shit like I'll get ice cubes. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, ice cubes. Go up to the fucking ice cube, the ice maker thing or whatever, wherever the fuck I get my ice from. And I just rub them. I rub it on my forehead. I rub it on my temples. And man, after that, it feels good. Well, why don't you drink water? Huh? Why don't you drink water? Why don't you drink more water? I, I do. I, just, I literally have a whole, I'm like literally looking at it right now. A whole thing of fucking water right here ready to drink. Um, I do need it. I don't like, I talk a lot. So my mouth gets kind of dry. Like, you know, essentially if you're having a deep conversation stuff, my, your mouth gets dry and stuff. So I don't want that to happen, especially not after that. Goddamn air bubbles. It's no fear. The king is here. Rock. <coughs> Rocking the undefeated. Sugar show tea for this. <coughs> I don't know if this is a the second podcast in a row of kicking it with the king that I've worn this one. Give me a second. And we got some water at long last. Here we go. All right, we will be back, ladies and gentlemen, real quick. I'm going to go on a quick uh, commercial break. It's nearly eight, ten minutes in here. We, we just wanted a, a break. Uh, we are live. Here we are. Guys. Sorry about that uh, little break. But uh, we are back. Nevertheless, uh, we've got some fights later on um, today. Um, obviously, like I said, I'm the type that, you know, you, you know me, I usually like will talk about the fights a little bit, like probably like a few days before. But uh, it hasn't come together and I really wasn't thinking about it too much. I did watch uh, Garbrandt versus Font the uh, pre-show on ESPN Plus app. So yeah, I got a little taste of seeing a little bit of the action for there. For that fight, that fight looks absolutely uh, bananas, outstanding. I'm a huge, huge fan of Rob Font. I've been a huge, huge Rob Font, Font fan for a very long time. Um, he actually follows me on Twitter. I mean, I, I always refer to him as the homie. I'm like, Rob Font's the homie, man. Like, he's absolute fucking savage. And let me tell you, man, he is a fucking savage, though. Like... He has some crazy ass knockout power. He has patience. He's 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 good in all areas. Like when he wins, he'll knock you out. He'll he'll knee you to death. He'll freaking he'll his bread and butter is stand up though. Those Boston dudes are legit, and uh, Cody Garbrandt's legit too. A former world champion. I mean, his last knockout over a Sun Sao was at the buzzer too, and it was fantastic. And it was vintage Cody no love, so it was good to see Cody come back and snap that three fight win, uh, three fight losing skid, excuse me. And now he's looking to build some momentum against a very dangerous Rob Font. 
Now, that's a very, uh, you know, risky fight, too, for Cody, considering the fact that we've seen him. Obviously, like I said, our biggest judgments are those three fights losing streaks that he's that he was on, the three-fight losing skin, and they're all by stoppage. So it's not like he was losing decisions and stuff. He was getting knocked out. So in order for Cody to not get knocked out in this fight, he's got to be patient. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are all saying the same thing. He needs to be patient. He needs to use his great coach and Mark Henry. He, he needs to utilize uh, the advice given to him. And, you know, obviously, like I said, he seems to be in a much more better headspace over the years since becoming the world champion, since going through that three-fight losing skid. I mean, now the fact is he last fought at UFC 255, which wasn't a crazy-ass time ago. It was a little over a year, maybe like a year or so ago. It was in 20, I think it was in November of 2020, if I'm not mistaken. But, uh, yeah, so um, his knocking over, over, over um, Santa was crazy. I mean, like I said, we had the pandemic really hit hard last year. Lots of fights gets canceled. I do, I do believe Cody did get COVID at one point in time, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. Yeah, I do think so. He did get COVID. But, yeah, it was a crazy year for Cody Garber, and now both men will lock horns later today. So for the audio listeners of the podcast, the fight nights are later today. I think the prelims start about 4 4-ish. Yeah, so like I said, this is a routinely thing. We seem to do the podcast always on Saturdays and stuff. We do it on Saturdays, and, you know, I'm not really keen on moving it to a specific date. It's really just whenever the fuck I'm feeling like doing it, which happens to be Saturdays. So, um, like I said, we have this reoccurring conversation here on this podcast talking about how I'm going to go to work later. I'm going to watch the fights for a little bit. I mean, I was able to catch the main event last week, though. We were here in this very spot last week. <coughs> Excuse me, when I talked about uh potentially watching the uh who was it? Who, who was the main event? I forgot. Last weekend, last weekend, last weekend, last weekend, last weekend. Um 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 Why am I why is my mind drawing a blank? Some oh it was Oliver Chandler, so I was able to catch that one. Um, depending on how today is, I'm not going to count on being able to see them all live considering the fact that I do work and customer service and stuff like that in a restaurant and you never know how busy it's going to be, but it's customer service, ladies and gentlemen. I was literally thinking about, did we talk about that? No, I don't know if we talked about that on air, but I was talking about my job and stuff and how I participate in customer service and talking to people and utilizing, you know, great conversations and, um, communication and stuff and talking and you know necessarily kind of being out there in a way so it's kind of like similar to podcast in a way and online streaming and all that and everything that we do here so it's like it goes a little bit together so it doesn't really feel like I'm working so that's the best part um but yeah what I was saying about the prelims and stuff I think the prelims start about like four-ish or something like that so uh I'll I'll probably check some of those out like later on after the podcast and just chill for a bit. Um, got some normal shit to do back here, but yeah, back to the fights. We're not we're not here to talk about my personal life. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but yeah, man, it's a great fight. I mean, ugh. If you ask me to pick a winner between Font and Garbrandt, it's hard for me to go against Font. This is one of those classic fights for me, where it's hard for me to pick a winner. I mean, if I had to, someone put a gun to my head, I'd say that. Rob Font wins. 
I don't, ah, fuck, I'm trying to think. I Like, something literally just popped in my head as I was thinking about this. Like, what are Cody's methods to win? Is it going to be a stand-up war? Does he use any other tools to really, um, you know, not, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, to round out his game rather than just standing and trading and hoping that he lands something super nasty. I mean, we've seen him in different spots of, of uh in his um in his career and stuff but his bread and butter like i said along with rob font's bread and butter is the stand-up game you know what i mean so the stand-up game and um you know someone's gonna go to sleep and it's i don't know i just don't think that i mean cody garbrandt possesses lots of power and rob font possesses a fuck ton of power as well but i just don't think it's rob font that's gonna be going to sleep this this Today, I was going to say this weekend, but I'm used to doing I usually used to do these on Monday. That's why I'm used to saying it this week. And mind you, it's been six years. Um, yeah, I just don't think that Rob Font's going to be the one to go to sleep this weekend. I mean, maybe Cody wins, but it, I don't think he's going to knock out Rob Font. Is that crazy to say? I mean, Rob Font's a huge favorite. I mean, Rob Rob's definitely uh, uh, been fighting in the UFC for quite some time. And I, I really do. Let me look. I'm gonna look on Twitter because I know he does follow me. I did see that. I'm, I, I think I asked him or something one time. I mean, I'm not asking everybody. I mean, I asked uh, for a couple follows, but the fact that they're able to do it were, were cool. Like a couple little fun follows here on Twitter. Let's pull up. I want to see it real quick. Rob. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it follows me on Twitter. But yeah, so it's it's gonna be an excellent excellent fight. Uh <coughs> very stacked. Very st oh my la my uh phone almost fell down. <laughs> Um, let's take a look at the, the lineup. Let's well, what do we got going on for this, this fight card? I only really, uh, looked at the, <laughs> the main event so far. Um, uh, oof. So we got, uh, Jan Shailnan taking on Carl, uh, Esparza. Felicia Spencer returning. That should be good. Jimmy, um, main card, really important fight. At middleweight, uh, Jack Hermanson taking on Edmund Shabazian. Then the heavyweights kick off the prelims. Big boys, Ben Rothwell versus Chris Barnett. Court McGee versus Bruno Silva, if I'm not mistaken. I don't remember. Is that his name, Bruno Silva? I don't remember the fucking name. Some of these people, I don't. It's hard, man. When you watch a bunch of fights and you got to think about hundreds of fucking fighters and stuff, you can't remember everybody's damn name, right? I mean, it's like, dude, come on. I'm not surprised if I can't remember some of these people's names, but yeah, we got it's it's a solid fight. I mean, Court McGee's fun one, the return of Yanti Medeiros. Like I said, we got the return of Cody Garbrandt. It's an exciting fight. Cody brings it every single time that he that he uh steps in the cage. I mean, win, lose, or draw, those three losses in a row. Uh, I do believe the second time he fought TJ, he did hurt him. He he did hurt he he did briefly hurt TJ. And uh, who was the third one? Oh, he was he was in a firefight with the Sun Tzu for that third one. Or not a Sun Tzu, a firefight with, uh, 
what's his name? Uh, Pedro Munoz. So he heard, uh, he heard him, and like it was, you know, it was just like he rushed in and he ended up getting caught. But it wasn't like he was getting absolutely dominated, man. When you rush in and you really don't give a fuck and you're just trying to take people's heads off, your defense goes out the window completely. The defense goes out the window, and uh, dude, it's it it just doesn't go good for you. That's when uh, that's when people get knocked out, just as Cody Nolov did. But he's aligned with a great coach, great boxing coach, and uh, Mark Henry. Um, obviously, as a dude's over at Alpha Male too. Um, that was always one thing for Team Alpha Male. They never really could realize a UFC title over the years. I mean, until Cody Nolov came in, and you know, people still talk about his performance. Against Dominic Cruz, I mean that that was a sensational performance, uh, one of the best performances to win a belt and, and that I've looked at history wise, and on top of that, like I said, people want to see that version of Cody return, and will we get to see that later on tonight? We might get to catch UFC Fight Night, um, Garbrandt versus Font on the um, ESPN Plus app. Like I said. ESPN Plus is legit, man. I'm glad I subscribed to it. I paid I paid $20 a month for the ESPN, um, Hulu, and the Disney Plus bundle, too. So I've been catching up on a lot of shows, too, like I said. And since we're doing plugs, ladies and gentlemen, do follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Kicking It With The King is available everywhere you get your podcasts, exclusively on Spotify, exclusively on Apple, exclusively on iHeartRadio, exclusively everywhere you get your shows, ladies and gentlemen. And I do enjoy doing the lives and stuff um full video episodes of each show will be available on youtube as well well the shows that we do the lives like i said there won't be any updates to youtube if we don't do a video version of the show so you guys everyone listening will 100 get the audio edition as well as the video edition for the episodes that we do on instagram live and we upload them to youtube it takes about a couple of hours but the podcast will be up within 20 minutes or so too ladies and gentlemen and like i said if you haven't checked it out do check it out every week here as well on the same exact network different podcasts same network same host different podcasts ladies and gentlemen do catch severely open-minded every week as well on the same exact platform as well. So like I said, do check out the first episode we have with Mario Nakamura out now and available. Like I said, do check it out. It's pretty cool. Live, in-depth chat, raw, unfiltered, and uncut, baby. So that's all we are here on this on this platform. Um, and do, like I said, follow me on Instagram at GTheKing underscore official as well. So like I said, so um, fight pick-wise for the main event, oof. I'm going to go with the underdog pick, Rob Font. I mean, I have a tendency to pick, um, like I said, pick people like, you know, obviously in a lot of people's eyes, the tattooed guy in the form of Cody No Love has always been an, a heavily attractive person to the mainstream media, the mainstream fan base because of all the tattoos. Is that that bad boy look? I'm digging the beard, though, for sure. I'm digging the beard. So he looks good with the beard. So I, I think that will, uh, I mean, like I said, that adds a little bit of the look. I mean, you know, like I said, the bad boy tattoo look. And, you know, like I said, another bad motherfucker in the form of Rob Font. He, he's got to get out of there with Rob Font, and that's not going to be easy. Especially with Rob Font slowly but surely, like, 
creeping his way up there. I mean, nobody's really talking about him at 135 pounds, and I think that's quite disrespectful personally. I, I do think that he deserves to be talked about a lot more, but maybe a win over Cody No Love would or would really uh you know really spark it up for a lot of people. You know, he's knocked out uh, Sun Sao and who who else has he knocked out? I mean, I only remember the recent or uh, not. Uh, I keep saying a Sun Sao. He he's his stoppage over Marlon Marias was absolutely phenomenal. He busted in to uh the top five with that, in my opinion, with the performance like that. Let me pull up Rob Font's Wikipedia. That's the power of Wikipedia, ladies and gentlemen. You're able to uh you're able to fucking look up shit like this. I mean, I don't like looking up the UFC website or Sure Dog. Sure Dog is absolute garbage, as I said previously before. Um here we go, Rob Font, we got him. Thirty three years old. Number three in the world. Like, how are you going to deny this guy a title fight or anything close to a title fight or any of them? If Cody No Love wins, then how can you deny him a top spot at, at, at Bantamweight? Rob Fonts, number three in the world. 33 years old. New England cartel. Brown belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Never been knocked out before. So that's why I'm saying, like, this dude's never been knocked out before in 20-plus uh, fights. But, you know, like you said, he's fought a murderous row of people. I mean, there's some real big names here on on this uh, on this list. I mean, starting off with Marlon Marias. I mean, Ricky Simone. Sergio Pettis. Look at what Sergio Pettis is doing now. And obviously lost to a Sun Sao by decision. Sloppy decision loss. Not in the form of, not that he was losing. I mean, just a Sun Sao. If you lose to a Sun Sao, he just grinds people out, beats them up for three rounds. I mean, he knocked out Thomas Almeida, um, submitted Douglas Silva de Andrade, knocked out Matt Schnell. That's a good one. I mean, I mean Rob Font hasn't really like. I mean, he's been he's been here, but he hasn't really like his UFC career hasn't been the longest. Like I said, he 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 debuted in two thousand fourteen. But he just hasn't had, like, a fuck ton of fights. I mean, the three in 2016, um, two in 2017, three in 2018, well, and one in 2019 and one in 2020. So, I mean, the fact that I think it's because, like, the last two years, he's only had two fights. So, I mean, with him getting this win over Cody Garbrandt, maybe that could be the UFC's opportunity to really push him up and give him another big fight. Because there's a lot to happen at Bantamweight still. I mean, we got people like Dominic Cruz in the mix. We've got, I mean, we got Peter Yan still in the mix. We, there's a whole fucking murderous row. I mean, Marab, Dervalishvili. There's all these young talents, young up-and-comers, young top contenders, and, and, you know, like people like Pedro Munoz as well. Um, I'm sure he would like to get that one back. Uh, but, you know, all signs point up for the winner of this fight later on today. Um, like I said, I'd say uh, for Cody no, uh, Cody Garbrandt, the performances, the uh, the fact that he was able to realize a UFC bantamweight title at a very young age and, and win against a guy who was obviously regarded as one of the best bantamweights of all time. I mean, other than that, there was really no other champions at 135 pounds other than Dominic Cruz. I mean, Dominic Cruz is the face of the 135-pound division for many years. He was in the WEC. He was the UFC bantamweight champion for the longest time. And now it's been weird because we've had a few 
Bantamweight champions. I mean, Henry Cejudo was one of them. It was TJ Dillashaw. We had Henry Cejudo. Well, we had TJ Dillashaw first. Then Dominic. That's so impressive how he came back and got his belt back against TJ. And then, obviously, like I said, Dominic Cruz lost it to Cody Garbrandt. And Cody Garbrandt, even though it was a decision victory, he absolutely outstanding against Dominic. Still stands as one of the most impressive uh, ways to win a UFC title. Um, will we get that? Like I said, we repeated ourselves. Like I said, uh, will we get that version of him later on? I don't know necessarily. We could. Like I said, this depends on what happens, man. The first punch thrown, first punch landed. You don't never know what truly is going to happen. But um, it will definitely be a great fight. And I, I can't wait to see that one. Shout out to uh Chris Cyborg yesterday, um, beating Leslie Smith, I do believe in the fifth round of her title fight over in the Bellator cage. I mean Bellator doing amazing things over there as well as always. Um, couple notables: Austin Vanderford, Mister Van Zant, gets the job uh done over um top contender Leon Edwards' brother. That's the whole reason why I brought it up. The Fabian Edwards. I mean legit killer over there in uh the bellator cage but unfortunately it wasn't enough to get the job done against austin vanderford uh you know obviously like i said Paige van zandt's uh, husband mr van zandt congrats on the win um congrats to chris cyborg for sure i mean did you see that slam dude that slam that she did she uh That she did, dude. That shit was wild, bro. I mean, that shows you, man. Chris Cyborg. I, th- I thought Chris Cyborg was was gonna knock her out early, but you know they went to the fifth round, and you know, like I said, proved that she is still one of the baddest female fighters on the planet. I mean, there is a side of me that would love to see a rematch with her and Amanda Nunes, and it's like, damn, I don't know if we're ever gonna get that. I mean, cross promotion fights with the UFC at Bellator, that ever the the likelihood of that ever happening is severely low. I, I mean, I, it's just, it's a greed thing. That's the thing. It's a money thing. And if you guys could just work together, partnership up, then I don't know. That, that, that creates a whole fucking bad vibes and shit though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're supposed to be fucking competitors. We're not here to work together. I mean, how, how the fuck am I supposed to get my piece of pie and bragging rights? Are you kidding me? I'm not selling my bragging rights to make a cross promotion fight. At least that's the way the UFC's the, the biggest cross promotion thing that the UFC has done in my eyes, um, that's obviously been anything to do with any other promotion was what we talked about a few weeks ago um the ben askren versus uh not ben askren the ben askren demetrius johnson trade we get ben askren one championship gets demetrius johnson and he's won a grand prix belt over there ben askren's retired so who at the end of the day really got the best share of that it's one championship obviously mighty mouse is coming off of a a knockout loss i do believe the first time he's ever been knocked out in and he was just in a title fight too but still like i said at the end of the day the only thing ufc like i said cross promotion wise did was with uh was I do believe in back of the day they may have done some cross promotion. I know they bought out Pride. I know they bought out Strike Force. I know they bought out the WEC. I mean, you you see this? The UFC is the top of the top. It's the best brand out there. And even being a different fighter in another organization, 
you should realize that that's the top of the top because everyone's talking about getting and going and finally being in the UFC. Being in the UFC is one thing. Winning a championship in the belt in the UFC organization is another thing. You make sure you have that on your list. If you're not there to win a championship belt, you shouldn't be fighting in there. I mean, to be honest, like I said, if you're not, there's another side of me thinks about it like this. Like, like I said, there's a couple of older fighters. There's legends. There's fun fights to make for specific people that we've talked about. Potentially, like, people that uh, are nearing closer to retirement are big fun fights we want to see. You know, there's certain fights for certain people, and there's certain fighters that certain people have no business competing against, at least not at that stage of, of anyone's career. I mean, not just talking about anyone specifically. I'm just saying that, like, you know, for a young fighter or an aspiring fighter outside the organization of the UFC, you should want to get there and if you do have goals to get there then like i said that's that's a phenomenal that's what it's supposed to be like it's not supposed to be like you just get there and you know you you're a ufc fighter i mean i've seen plenty of people ufc fighters with low followings and nobody knows really who they are but they did fight in the ufc one point in time and modern day 2021 no one's even talking about them but they did fight in the ufc right I'm sure everybody's going to remember Conor McGregor. I mean, he hasn't fallen. It's just it depends on what you do while you're at the organization. That's why a lot of these people market themselves. They get a lot of sponsors. They get a lot of fans' attention. They do a lot of interviews. They, they try to get their personality out there. You know what I mean? It's a lot to do. It's not just fighting in the UFC. The UFC is not going to promote you the way that you would promote yourself. Like I said, it's, it's it depends on what's going on. It depends on who you are, your personality, your fight style. You got to have exciting fights. You got to bring it every single time and all that. You can't just uh, fight and be there. I mean, there's trash fighters that gotten cut off of wins. I mean, people winning in impressive fashion in their perspective. I mean, John Fitch got cut one time. Was it John Fitch got cut after a win? Or was it a loss? Or I don't know. I mean, there's people that have been cut off wins. And Paul Harris was cut off of a win. Because he did that illegal heel, or that heel hook and held on too long. But, I mean, there's people, like I said, you could have great performances in a row. But if you're boring and not exciting for the fans, then, I don't know, man. There's really nothing uh, nothing they can do. Like I said, social media is very important. Like I said, it, all, the, all the fighters that have gotten social media and shit like that and use it for marketing and shit like that, that's the best you can do. At least to establish a secure fan base and establish, an, um, yeah, like I said, a secure fan base where there is a healthy amount of people talking about you. I mean, like I said, popular stars like Conor McGregor, I mean, Sugar Show, um, like Amanda Nunes, I mean, all the champions and stuff. I mean, the MMA fan base is one of the best fan bases ever and m most engaging both negatively and positively both are engaging stuff you you have your fair share of bullshit fans and stuff and uh, what was it i seen like a meme or something on twitter the other day that was talking about like what was it um like mma's wor the worst fan base out of all like, you know, the Connor fan base was like the Khabib fan base, was it the O'Malley fan base, or I forgot what it was. Like, they're were, they were trying to contest who's the support fan. Oh, 
another one I seen was funny. Which which supporters are worse, Connor supporters or Trump supporters? I was like, oh my god, that's so fucking funny. But there, like I said, you could be a supporter of anything, and you're gonna have your fair share of great supporters, and you're gonna have your fair share of shitty ass supporters. You know what I mean? So it, you gotta kind of distinguish and kind of meet yourself in the middle a little bit. You know what I mean? But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, um, see that bright ass light here, baby. The bright ass dizzy light, as we always mention here on the program. So, um, other than that, uh, what else we got here in the news? We got we got to get some current events in here on this on this uh, podcast. How about more aliens? More uh, UFO videos coming out? Aliens, huh? Aliens. So. Aliens, or I mean, until I see a motherfucking alien, I don't believe it's true. But we're getting videos from the, from, we're getting all these freaking Pentagon, uh, videos and stuff now and seeing it. And you know, twenty twenty was a crazy year. Twenty twenty one's kind of going by a little fast. I mean, I'm not gonna say necessarily it's one of the worst years. I mean, I feel like it's a year of growth. A year of healing, a growth of a year of getting better and improving yourself after a crazy twenty twenty year. It was absolutely wild. The whole entire year was absolutely crazy. So I mean, it's like this year could be um, a recovery version of the year, and and it's gonna keep getting better, and we just keep moving up, and the world slowly but surely goes back to back to normal. With because like I said, with all the uh, openings and. Um, for California, I do believe social distance guidelines will be lifted on June 14th. So, um, all that is good signs for people, at least for people that have doubts and shit that were nervous, that didn't feel like life was ever going to go back to normal. And, you know, for me, for example, like thinking about the masks, you know, we talked about it. We've been very vocal here on the show. Um, about them, like I said, I I just said I I don't imagine us now living in a world where we don't have to use masks. You know what I mean? Like it's it's always been so. Uh, you know, like I said, it's 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 been a year long. I mean, it's essentially a part of me. Like before you go anywhere, you gotta have a mask. But you know, they said that. Um, well, now it's known, pretty well known, if you are on the phone and use social media or you're on the internet, notoriously. Um, if you have been vaccinated you don't have to wear a mask i mean okay doesn't mean i'm gonna get vaccinated but if you look in, looking at that for thousands of people and that, that that i mean it's absolutely absurd we're not gonna get into talking about why i mean we, we can maybe we can go a little bit into the fish tank of conspiracies and talking because we haven't really talked a little bit about that or anything like that um but like i said for hundreds of thousands of people, I know a handful, I know a couple of people, I've had some friends and stuff, all go get vaccinated, get the COVID vaccine. And you know, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I was like, you know, if I can get my freedoms back, which most times I think there hasn't, like I said, I've said this a long time ago, or probably like last year on this this very show, um, it was like there wasn't too much shit that I wasn't able to do that I used to do. I mean, going to the movie theater probably was one thing. 
But notoriously, I, I mean, I can't really think of anything else that I was completely wiped away from. The only thing now is that you had to wear a mask when you're doing these things. Like, a lot, a lot of people, like, with my mouth covered up like this, like, you can hardly hear me. And then on top of that, you can hardly breathe, man. I can't breathe doing physical activity for seven hours plus a day, having a mask on. That you, I mean, is there any points in time where I can't, where I shouldn't have the mask on? Like when I'm when I'm in the bathroom taking a shit, do I have to have the mask on? Or it just depends. Like even though they're lifting the guidelines and stuff for people like that, I still think certain businesses and uh, personally owned businesses are just. Uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's up to the company, so it's their discretion. It's up to them. It's their guidelines. It's what they have, their company policies. You could be vaccinated. You could go 99.9 place, places in California without a mask on if you've been vaccinated. But certain businesses and certain places and stuff like that, you, you got to wear a mask. I mean, that's perfectly fine, right? Like I said, they're making improvements. Uh I did see something like I mean, COVID's still out there and it's still going to be out there because of the virus. And there's lots of viruses that are still out there. But like I said, we've been able to get vaccines. And something else has popped in my head as well. I mean, I know that this vaccine was developed in under two years. And yet we've got all these other different things that we haven't got cures for. Like I said, it's like I said, it's all right. I mean, once they find a cure for cancer, that would be a game changer. Once they find a cure for AIDS, is there a cure for AIDS? No, I don't. Is there a cure for AIDS? People, how many people like die from AIDS? SCDs, all that. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to make a health-based podcast at the end of the show. Um, we're here to talk about, I mean, like I said, they developed it. Hundreds of thousands of millions of people have been vaccinated. So, I mean... Unless something absolutely wild happens in the next few years, it may just be in all our heads. You never know, though, especially with the corruption that our government has. I mean, everywhere you go has corruption. Businesses, people, they've had corrupt pasts. There's been some corruption-based things that they've done. And, you know, like I said, we've all done some crazy shit in life that we haven't told anybody about. It's nothing like, it's nothing bad. I mean, oh, yeah, I stole, I stole a fucking pack of chocolate chip cookies when I was in seventh grade from a Chevron. Okay. I thought I could steal Transformers one time, the action figures, the the limited edition ones. And by the way, I looked up one of the Transformer action figures I had on Amazon the other day, not realizing how much that toy was. It was like a, cro- a Marvel crossovers a Wolverine edition or something like that. It was like Wolverine Transformer. It was like $80. I didn't realize how much uh, money it was. But yeah, like I said, everybody's done some crazy shit and there's corruption. But the top of the top when it comes to corruption is your United States government. All the politicians, all the senators, all the governors of all these different states. There's a handful of them that I mean, if you is there not a governor that goes but that doesn't have people like getting like weird about shit like, oh, are hating and stuff. Oh, recall Newsom. Uh. Uh, the the governor of New York, the governor of Texas, everybody's just you know it's it's a it's a psychological warfare battle of politics. 
So it's a bunch of politicians, politics all together. They all hate each other, especially if you're on different parties. If you're a Republican, they hate you. They think you're racist. If you're a Democrat, then, like I said, that's the winning team. So if you can't beat them, you join them. There's a lot of people out there that think like that. I don't necessarily think like that. I'm not I'm not really in that kind of field. I'm just thinking about... Um, I, don't, I really don't, I'm just thinking about all the laws that we have in place, and we go from talking about that to, you know, from unmasked to unmasking unma to unmasking, now that the fact that um, California is able to unmask and social, di un, you know, social distancing guidelines have been uh, severely reduced, um, it's been kind of crazy, man, I, like, like I said, let, let's switch off politics and conspiracies and go right back to what we were talking about, like I said, so being in the normal now we're in 2021 we're nearing or uh we're about to and um from what i've seen restaurant wise i mean yeah i mean i take my mask off right as i get to eat now i'm not going to put it up every single time that i'm chewing i am done chewing or done drinking something no I, i'm gonna have my mask off in the restaurant and that's what it's been i had a uh ate with my a friend at Danny's a few, I think like a few weeks ago, or maybe a few weeks ago, or a month ago or so, but literally, it was the same thing, I had pulled my mask down, I, like, I, like I said, some people will have it down like that, and just walk around with it, like, when I'm by myself in a restaurant, or just by myself, and you know, I work in the lobby, I'm away from people, so I pull my mask down. If I see a customer come in or something like that, I'll put my mask up and shit, but, like, if I'm by myself, I'm not gonna fucking die. I'm not gonna walk around and um, feel a certain way and not be able to breathe, you know what I mean? But it's, it's cool to see um, everything seemingly, seemingly opening up here in California. I mean, it's good to see people getting vaccinated. It's good to see people get back to normal life and stuff like that and doing things with themselves that they haven't done or doing things with other people that they haven't necessarily been able to do yet and i have the worst fat ass hangover ever man i had a four loco last night those things are fucking brutal it was a 14 percent one too the uh they believe it was like the green apple one that one's disgusting it tastes like uh they didn't have the regular one so uh what's it called it tasted like um monster energy you guys, I'm a, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of energy drinks because of what they they make like myself. I get anxiety. I st I talk a lot. I stutter at times when I'm nervous. I get real nervous and, you know, sometimes you get anxiety and it just goes in your stomach, goes in your chest, and makes you feel uneasy. And that's the way that I feel when I drink energy drinks. But you know, like I said, I smoke weed. Um, I try to have a really strong mind, so I try to really stay out of uh, potentially overthinking things that I shouldn't be thinking, and that's a big thing a lot of lots of people do. But yeah, when it comes to anxiety and shit, drinking an energy drink just does not do it for us. So uh, we're at the forty-five minute mark here for episode three fifty-one. Like I said, if you haven't, be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, everywhere you get your podcast content, ladies and gentlemen. And this episode, this very episode, um, will be available on YouTube later on today. Um, it will take about probably, like I said, because these 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 uh quality of these shows are very uh high. Multiple, they're like what was it? I think it's like to save. Uh, I was looking at one of the Instagram live videos that I saved the other day, 
and it was about four gigs. So it took about four gigs total to upload onto YouTube, and I don't know. I mean, it's it's a normal speed. Like I used um, my I used my phone, my Galaxy, and I'm on the Verizon. I have Verizon network. I didn't use Wi-Fi or anything. It wasn't gonna go any faster. So I, I, that's what I've been using to upload. My hair is fucking crazy as fuck. It's always crazy as fuck. I mean, I don't think there's an episode where it isn't crazy as fuck. But yeah, to close up, um, to finalize, um, to wrap up, to talk about the masks and stuff, it's it's good generally to see everybody kind of slowly but surely getting back to normal and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in the world. I mean, that massive uh, war over in Iran, it seemed like. I mean, an absolute battle going on out there. Um just a lot of craziness, but I don't really necessarily pay attention to that. Again, I don't have a lot of time to sit there and think about that stuff. I mean, I'm thinking about my own stuff. I'm thinking about dropping the t-shirts. I'm thinking about the second podcast and ideas and all these other different things. And, you know, like I said, if I don't have a guest for this, for other episodes of uh, the severely open-minded podcast and stuff, I'm still going to do it. It's just going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be, like I said, by the book. This podcast isn't by the book. Like, it is by the book, but it isn't by the book. And what I mean by the book is, like, topic-wise and sports. If we're covering the sport of mixed martial arts and stuff like that and updating it on a weekly uh, by basis and stuff like that, for that's for kicking it with the king. We're, we're, that's all we talk about. I mean, we could talk about sports and stuff like that, but I'm aiming and centering myself and getting guests and stuff for the brand-new episodes of uh, – and the new, ep- new episode of uh, – Severely open-minded will air on, on what is it? This, hmm. I shouldn't blow myself out and say the wrong date, um. Cause last time we did that, we were a day late, I do believe. So I think I'll, next Wednesday we'll be back with a brand new episode of Severely Open-minded. That will give us enough time from now in between to establish a good guest and you know look for get some uh. You know, like I said, I have a couple of the people penciled in and stuff, so we'll be able to do that. And you know, be quick. Um, I have one of my friends too. He's been wanting to come on for a couple of years. We we were supposed to uh, do it a while back, but it never came together. But um, like I said, we'll we'll set that one up too. We've we've got a lot to do. Um, speaking of a lot to do, the fights are on um later too. So uh, we'll. We will be watching those. I mean, I'll be watching the prelims and stuff. Obviously, like I said, with the ESPN Plus app, you can go back and watch them because I do work later and I got to shower and finish some uh, stuff up here at the um at the residence, yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So, um, is that it? Um, like I said, for fight picks wise, like let's 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 uh wrap episode of the show um by talking about some fight picks real quick. I mean, I'm I'm gonna go with Rob Font by uh. A TKO. I I don't know what round, but I'm just picking Rob Font by stoppage. Ah, oh, it's so hard because I want to see Cody win as well. Though that's the thing. Like coming off of that three fight win losing streak, I said did it again. I did it again. I did it again, and I said it again. God damn it! So Cody coming off three losses in a row, returned last year in November, knocked out Rafael Sunsau. And gain the respect and attention back of fans thinking and, and hoping for Cody 2.0. Is that where we're going to get in this fight later on tonight? I don't know. I'm going to pick Rob Font, though. And, or wouldn't be surprised to see if Cody is able to get the job done. So that's my final picks for that. I mean, obviously, like I said, lots of other fights. I mean, like I said, good luck to Carlos Barza. I mean, very tough guy, uh, very tough uh, female fighter. 
uh, going up against a Yan Shonen who said she was guaranteed a title fight with a win over Carla Esparza. But Carla Esparza's pressure, her wrestling, her top game, her nonstop cardio will could be the very difference in that fight, and we'll essentially be able to see that. Um, we'll be able to see that. It's a co-main event. Um, excited for it. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, I think that is it for us today on this um, wild, fun, and, you know, very exciting episode of Kicking with the King, the first uh, episode of the podcast in the since I've uh, redesigned my whole room. And like I said, now you'll be seeing that banner in the background a lot, along with a lot of other stuff. So a lot of uh, redesigning to do, a lot more new additions to add to the room and, you know, personalize it. Dude, it looks like a fucking savage studio in here, too. So it's going to look good. It's going to continue to keep getting better and stuff. And along with episodes, like I said, new episode this week, uh, this Wednesday of Severely Open Minded Episode 2 comes up. And uh, we will return episode um, 352 of Kicking with the King returns next week as well. So uh, be sure to tune in for those, ladies and gentlemen. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, uh, KWTKPod for the podcast, G the King underscore official on Instagram, and so forth, ladies and gentlemen. Subscribe, like, share, rate, review. Um, anchor.fm forward slash kwtk pod to subscribe and obviously listen donate whatever you want to do uh we will be back next week uh dj i do believe it's all yours thank you guys for tuning in especially the ones on live the audio edition will be available in about probably about 30 minutes from from the drop date as well as the live will probably be up there like at least two to four hours from now ladies and gentlemen so be able to uh shout out to everybody that tunes into the podcast and stuff like that we will be back sooner rather than later we're out of this bitch bye folks dj it's all yours